What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're in a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by my brother, Josh Primo. What's up, my bitches? And today we are here to review The Last Duel. It was a movie that came on sale on Voodoo, and we were debating on whether to not to do it or not. And I was like, hey, if it comes on sale or if we can rent it, that's the only way I'm going to do it. Not going to be paying full price for this thing because I've heard mixed reviews about it. So that's what we're going to review this week. Man, I got something stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't mean to push back so far. <laughs> Usually don't, you stop me. <laughs> don't don't grab my head next time. <clears throat> my apologies to that uh, fucking gray patch got me going. <laughs> <laughs> But if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, uh, you can go to patreon.com uh, slash two game. That is the number two and support us at any of those tiers. And you get access to uh, uh, Patreon exclusive segments and podcasts, plus uh, our, our discord channel as well. Uh, so go to that patreon.com slash two game. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen DeSicchio, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsay Humble, and Michael King. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier each and every month. Uh, so yeah, last duel, sir. Let's just let's just fucking cut to the chase and let's just let's just get at it. Okay. Uh, let's get it, sir. Get it, get let's it. Get it. So King Charles VI declares that Knight Jean de Carouge settle his dispute with Squire Jacques Legree by challenging him to a duel. I'm not gonna lie, I was scared I was gonna fuck up those names. But I think I did pretty I'm, good. I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> Makes you want to fuck me, huh? Uh, not that impressed. <laughs> not the, <laughs> funny thing is, that's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> not that impressed. <laughs> so this movie was directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, I gotta say, this is not the first movie that we have that we have reviewed on this channel that's been that's been done by Ridley Scott. Uh, the Alien franchise, and then what else did he... Was there a war movie that we did that he was in? Oh, can't think of it off the top of my head. Imagine that. I can't remember. I'm going to be honest. I was supposed to write down all the movies he did, and I just totally forgot, so that's my fuck up on that. But I'm telling you, we have reviewed at least at least four movies on this on this uh, podcast with Ridley Scott. Uh, Bloody Alien Andrew franchise... Andrew. Yeah, Gladiator, uh, Alien, uh, Alien Isolation. Just, I'm trying to think of this shit off the top of my head. Prometheus, uh, Blade Runner. Numerous, numerous movies that uh, you can go check out. This movie had a budget of $100 million, and it grossed worldwide. Let me, let me just ask you, what, what do you think this movie grossed worldwide? $100 million budget. Uh, I would tell you, but I already know the answer, so. Oh God! Well, at least, at least you weren't a douche and been like, "Oh, I didn't know this." How about thirty point six? And you would have got a run on the nose. Is that what you knew? Uh, mine says one hundred and forty point six. One hundred and forty point six. No, the fuck it wasn't. Well, okay, God man. Hey, I'm just <laughs> telling you what the fuck pulled up whenever you made me Google Ridley Scott. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, dog. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I fucking need a safe space now. 
Is this going? Does this fall under like uh, work harassment? But, Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> Guy asked me a question. I'd say something. And he's like, "Oh, that's not what you're supposed to say." It reminds me of like when we were kids and we would be doing our homework and we'd say the wrong answer to dad and fucking he'd hit us upside the head. <laughs> <laughs> wrong answer. <laughs> and try again. <laughs> this movie stars Matt Damon, Adam Driver, Jody Comer, Comer. I don't know. Go fuck yourself. Uh, and Ben Affleck. It has a runtime of two hours and thirty-two minutes, and it was released October fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. Jumping into the fun facts, the film gets its title from the fact that. Lo and behold, this was one of the last duels, last trial by combat in France. But in fact, it was not the de facto last duel. The last duel occurred in 1547. Uh, This is the first movie that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck have written together since Goodwill Hunting in 1997. And although set mostly in Normandy and northern France, most of the castles seen in the film are in the Dorjon region. I probably said that wrong. Go fuck yourself. And that is located in southern France. Uh, this movie is considered a huge flop at the box office that Ridley Scott said was because of modern audiences' lack of interest in intellectual films uh, over comic book movies. And the I think final. He just called us stu- I, I mean, he called us stupid. He, he did just call us stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He straight up calls dumb. The final duel took two months to choreograph and two weeks to film. And uh, yeah, sir. So let's jump into our general impressions. Did you like it? Love it? Hate it? Indifferent? I guess I, I I like parts of it. I like the front and the back. The fucking middle sucks. There's a sexual joke in there somewhere, and I I I, I can feel it, but I can't. Put to words to to make it actually <laughs> funny. <laughs> so I'm just gonna let that one lie. Yeah, it started off really good, and then I just don't know because you know it has three points of view in here. I just don't know if that was done as well as it could have been done. But the last part of it was awesome. But you know, it's definitely not what I expected from the trailer. I can tell you that. You know, I, I expected the, more of a Spartacus kind of deal with uh, some Gladiator and Braveheart in there. And we got a taste of it, but we did not get, you know, the in, I guess the intellectual stuff was boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the first viewpoint and the last viewpoint were really great, especially the last. the, the when, it, when it starts with her viewpoint, like, that movie is like fantastic. And honestly, that's really where the movie kind of shot up for me. Was that last third of the movie. Expectations. I think this is going to be the most important thing to talk about on the review today. Expectations. I had low to mid expectations. I I heard the news about this flopping at the box office. But you don't know whether that's because it just sucked or if it's because of the C word. Okay. And... I was kind of curious. I looked on Letterboxd, and actually a majority of people were giving it four stars on the app. So I was like, oh, shit, this actually might, this actually might pretty, be pretty damn good. I was hopeful for it to be pretty good, 
but I was cautious and I wasn't going to be shocked if it sucked. I was expecting some good action with a decent story and looking at the lineup, looking at all the the actors and actresses in this movie, I was like, bruh, this is going to be a very, very well acted movie. And I got to say those expectations that I had, some of them were met, some of them were not. About, what was it, 30 minutes into the movie, I called you, and I asked you, hey, does this get any better? <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, no, no, not really. And it, it was mainly because this, I didn't, I honestly did not see the part where it said uh, Jacques' point of view. I did not see that. So I did not realize that we were doing three parts in this when I started the movie. So it, it felt like all the scenes were, I, I felt like I was missing something in the movie. I, I was like, wow, they're just jumping from scene to scene. It doesn't feel cohesive. It doesn't feel like it's one connected story. It's just a collection of scenes together. It, it feels really weird. I don't, I don't get any of that character development. And it, the, the acting is just way off on this. I was completely off put by the first 30, 45 minutes. And then after you and I talked, and you said, yay, it's three chapters, it's from all their different point of views. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. So I went back, and I lowered my expectations significantly. I don't know if it's, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of any movie that I've had a point of view, you know, like that many different points of views used. I don't know if I'm just not used to that, or in this, there wasn't enough story behind it to have three. But I think this would have been much better had they only went with the jock guy's point of view and her point of view. Because I really didn't get anything from watching the husband's point of view, really. I mean, it, it, it felt like I watched the same thing from Jacques over, except a few things swapped on who was talking during those critical moments that they want you to build up tension for. See, I disagree. I think there should have been uh, the Jean scenes, the very beginning, and I think they could have done without the Jacques scenes. The, the, yeah, the, but... biggest issue, the biggest issue with the point of views is there's not very much variation in the, in the, in the stories that are being told. If you're going to tell multiple viewpoints, which sounds like a great idea on paper, and it's a two and a half hour long movie. Like, bro, you need to make some shit different between these three viewpoints. And when you get to uh, Jacques' viewpoint, you see it all happening, and you're like, okay, all right. Well, what's what's the girl's viewpoint of this? Because the the big thing is is the rape scene in there. And I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, she's obviously saying no during the whole thing, whole scene, but it seems it seems kind of playful, honestly. And then you get to hers, and it's not much different. The, the rape scene is very is slightly different. She's a little bit more uh, combative in the rape scene, and it doesn't look as playful. And that's the only difference that I notice. To me, you have to make that completely different. Like, yeah, make it make it not even like a rape type scene in the in the middle with Jacques. Make it seem like she wanted it, you know where she was actually throwing herself at him and whatnot. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I I cannot argue that at all, sir. And then that, you that get to the a... end, you get to the end, 
And, you know, the whole trial thing is whether or not she's telling the truth or not. What if what if we, the audience, were to make that distinction on whether she was right or not? And we don't actually yeah. know what the truth is. I think that would have been a much better movie. I have a question. Do you think she was raped? Because her facial expressions toward the end signifies that she was raped, but I think she enjoyed it. Oh, well, then you're going with the uh, you're going with that classic reason of why they think that she wasn't raped is because she got pregnant with it. Well, no, you. I mean, you've seen the kid, so you know the kid is his because it doesn't have the the black hair. Mm-hmm. But why does she look? The looks on her face uh, throughout the whole thing—it's like she's portraying that you know it wasn't consensual, but at the same time she feels guilty because I think because she had the O with it and mm-hmm. she never had the O with her husband because you know they put a lot of emphasis on her enjoying sex with her husband yep I think it's a little bit more noticeable in the Jacques scenes with the rape scene with him from his viewpoint I think it seems like she she more enjoys it than than we're led to believe but in her scenes I mean she's crying and whatnot I, I don't think she enjoyed it in, from her point of view so I guess that's another little uh, minor variation between the viewpoints. Yeah, you know, I get they, that she didn't enjoy it, but, you know, they put so much emphasis on the uh, her having an orgasm and then it's like she felt guilty because I think she did have one. Mm-hmm. Well, that could be and the case. May, maybe that's what the, the... I don't know. It felt like it, they were trying to tell us something through why they kept bringing that up in so many scenes. Yeah, maybe they just didn't hit it home good enough. Like Maybe they just didn't execute it on, on it well enough. Yeah, but I can tell you one thing, man. Dude's mother was a straight-up bitch. bitch. Like, I'm like, kill her. <laughs> For real, man. She's like, ugh, something's wrong with you. You have not bare child. I was like, god dang, man. <laughs> like, no fucking chill, man. Yeah, and then she was like, just because you got raped don't mean you got to fucking tell everybody. <laughs> I was like, God was damn, like, right? Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, they made her, like, they did a really great job of making you hate the mother-in-law. Hate her. Really, really. What was the, uh, we reviewed that movie, uh, Let Him Go, with uh, Kevin Costner. Remember that movie? Uh, was that the same woman? No, it wasn't the same woman. What I'm saying is uh, that's the the movie I think of of ones that we've reviewed. That there's like just one person in that that you just absolutely cannot stand, and that's just because of either a good writing or b good acting. Yeah, yeah, you know that's that's something. I mean, it was good writing on that part because she wasn't like a very significant character, but damn, when she did talk, he was like, "Man, this bitch is ate up. <laughs> you have to live." Like, can, like <laughs> is there any point in the story that you die? Because I will be happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, some of the uh, the fight scenes in the beginning and the ones toward the end, it was pretty. It was pretty damn good. I mean, you know, we talked about this during War and Review. What kind of choreograph did they had to do for that many people to be fighting? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the action sequences were were pretty good. The last duel, bro, that shit was pretty good. Not gonna lie, that fight was good. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I know this is based on history, but they should have been like, God has spoken, 
and you know you told the truth and then that dude just like died from that uh right <laughs> they both died. I, I, I thought they were gonna both gonna die i thought that's what was gonna I happen did, i did too because he was bleeding a lot now i was like Damn, that shit was she still get burned? <laughs> did she still get burned? <laughs> I mean, technically you won, but technically you still died. <laughs> hey, hey, any squirt in my book is a win. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, that hit an artery. And you're just still fighting. That's, that's fine. Whatever. See, I- Here's one thing. It's a little nitpick, and it doesn't ruin the fight for me at all. It doesn't make it worse. When I see these last duel fights, like like fights like that, I really wish they would do it in one take and set up like different, I guess, different cameras, and you can get different uh, different viewpoints of the fight. But I would like for it to be one continuous fight because, to me, they're trying to kill each other. It just seems like it would be a better fight if they were exhausted at the end and like they could barely kill each other. Yeah, that would be a good add-on to it. I mean, that's just that's me. The, no, I mean, it, it adds, adds, it, a bit of, adds a bit of realism to it. You know what the major, one of the major faults of this movie? So you get to see the two, the uh, husband and wife, right? You get to see them bang like twice and then you see Jacques banger that was the most awful sex scenes I've ever seen in movies I mean like I could not be more flaccid <laughs> well, no we we watched a sex scene not too long ago and I was like oh bro this is bad what what movie was that do you remember uh no uh I don't remember what movie but I, I feel like we've reviewed a movie recently when we both said there, that sex scene was was terrible. Uh, that was a uh, Spencer Confidential when they're banging in the bathroom. Oh yeah, it was just it was like, oh, bro, that's just ugly. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this dude just like pulled down a chick's pants and tried to stick it in, and it was all dry, and he was like, rah, rah, rah. bang. <laughs> that dude was grunting so much, <laughs> <laughs> and I could just picture her sitting there with like knitting or some shit while he was doing that. <laughs> Knitting. <laughs> I'm gonna crochet this. Hell yeah! So let me let me ask you this. There's a little bit of a, I don't know what what tone did you get with this movie? Did you think this was movie was like super serious, or did you get that this movie was kind of like a parody? I think part of the acting made it seem like a parody, but I think they wanted it to be super serious. They went kind of over the top with the performances. Matt Damon's character, I mean, not Matt Damon, uh, Ben Affleck's character, that dude was so over the top, and his hair did not help it. And speaking of hair, Matt Damon's uh, mullet, dude, come on. That's got to be like worst, worst wig <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. Well, I mean, I, did they have mullets back in the medieval time? I did. Wait, they had a mullet in uh, Braveheart, didn't they? Yeah. Did they? Yeah, the little kid had a mullet. Ah, uh, uh, well, he pulled it off a lot better. He did. But, you know, it's <laughs> that was it's actually so, probably real. It's so weird how Matt Damon sucked so hard, and <laughs> well, shout out in the beginning of the movie, and then 
toward the end, you're like, yeah, there you go. I mean, I am like totally buying this character now. I, I think, think it's it, uh, it got to be the writing and the in the acting on his part. I mean, I don't know because I I agree. I I did not. Those first thirty minutes are hard. Shout out, hard to get by. <laughs> but I think that chick carried it. She had a, a solid performance all the way through. Oh yeah, she was she was definitely a really really good actress. Adam Driver as Jacques. He he got better as the movie went along. I would say, he's normally a pretty good yeah. actor. Ben Affleck was kind of out there, though. I really didn't enjoy his performance. But was that on purpose? Like, was he supposed to be over the top? I, that's that's the issue that I'm having. It felt like that king was supposed to be over the top. And then we got because Matt Damon. Just... You know, they're over there in the medieval times in France and whatnot. But they're he's talking like he's from Boston. He's talking like he normally talks. Yeah, see, I, I, you told me to listen for that. I, I never did hear it, but uh, uh, no, also had no. I was talking. I was talking to you about. I was talking about Ben Affleck. He would he would speak with his accent, and then every other word or so, you could hear his Boston accent coming out. Yeah, see, I didn't catch it, but then again, I wasn't going back to watch the hour beforehand either, just to hear it. <laughs> and Matt Damon just didn't give a fuck. He just said, "I'm just going to speak how I normally speak the whole time." But then, you know, toward the end, he got really, really involved in the character, and I uh, he sold it. But I'm with you. The first couple of men was pretty bad. It's just it's uneven performances, uneven writing, and I, I mean, we, I think we can both agree that the movie gets a lot better from like the middle on, like it's significantly better. Oh yeah, definitely. Did this movie need to be two and a half hours? That is the problem. Now, I don't think it needed to be two and a half hours long, but. Once I got past like the 30, 40 minute mark, 45 minute mark, I mean, I was good with the movie. Like, I had no problem. And honestly, the movie's paced pretty well. But it's just uh, that first 30 it. minutes is just not good. It's just not as good as the rest of the movie. That's, that's the biggest issue. That's where I disagree. I, I think the beginning was okay. It was okay until they went to, uh, Man, I can't think of that fucking Matt Damon's character's uh point of view. Mm-hmm. I think that whole point of view section was just unnecessary. And you mean uh, Adam forward. Driver's point of view? Matt Damon was the first point of view. Then you have Adam Driver, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't have. I don't know. If you don't her know, point who knows of view was, <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> her point of view was necessary, but whenever you go to look at his. Maybe, you know, maybe if they would just cut down on the length of time each point of view was, it would have been better. Shit. Cut the movie by 20 minutes, I think it's it's better. And just cut out, like like you said, cut out one point of view and make it just two point view. Yeah. I, I think that would be a lot better. But even with, even with those nitpicks that I have of it and saying cut out this portion, uh, I... I actually kind of liked it. I, I I liked the whole movie as a whole. And yeah, do I like, do I have an issue with the very beginning? Yes. Is it something that I probably should go back and kind of rewatch now that I actually know that it's, it's three points of view. I mean, cause like I said, I got to the second point of view and that's when I realized, Oh shit. No wonder this is so disjointed. It's, it's supposed to be like that. And I'd recommend anybody that, goes and watches it not to watch it on their phone because it is a dark fucking movie on some parts i watched it on my tablet and i uh, watched it on my 
phone and, and then some of the scenes i was like god damn are there people in this scene <laughs> you're trying to tilt it up to uh, away from the sun i can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that, that was my uh yeah <laughs> but yeah overall overall I, I i enjoyed it i liked it uh not like i said not the best movie we've ever reviewed not the worst it's kind of like middle of the road uh, I bought it for $10 on Vudu. It was on sale. It's not going to be that price anymore by the time y'all listen to this review. It's probably back up to 20 I would not pay $20 for this movie. No, I paid 10 no, Not 20 I am not pissed off that I paid $10 for it. Let, let's just put it that way. If I, let's say I was given the option and I never actually bought it for $10, would I buy it for $10? Eh, probably like six, seven bucks, I think. I think it would be a perfect price for this movie. Uh, but if you buy it for 10 are you going to be wasting your money? I don't think so. I, th- I think it's perfect right around 10 or less. Uh, $20, not so much. No, not not that good of a movie for $20. And uh, I gave it three stars, sir. What about you? I'm going to uh, give it two, man. It, just, it was good, but it lacked in several areas. But I don't know. I mean, I, I guess... I wouldn't say go out and I recommend this movie, but yeah, if you ain't got nothing else to do, man, burn two and a half hours, watch it. But just know that it, it starts off decent, gets uh, drugged down in the middle, and then toward the back half, the movie is really good. Really good. And the, the, like I said, the biggest issue is for me personally is there are no very no or no significant variations in the point of view. I think they should change that up significantly. Uh, and I'm here to tell you, man, if they would have kept the same intensity as the back half of that movie through the whole thing, you might have been looking at a, a, a Gladiator or Spartacus type movie. Absolutely, uh, I think that's where I think that's where it went downhill was just the way some of it was executed. You have any other uh, any other thoughts on the last duel, sir? Uh, just to let you know, you'll see some dogs in that damn thing. And none of the dog breeds that they picked existed during <laughs> <laughs> that time frame. <laughs> I love, I love how, uh, I love how they spent like ten, fifteen minutes uh, diverting on talking about horses and shit like that. And I love how we got an actual scene of two horses fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> I was like, I can't blame the horse. I can't blame him. But did we really need to see this? <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta do it, man. Sometimes you just gotta do it. But I'm not I sure we need out and and arouse the same time. time. This is really weird. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about this. Yes, me too, sir. It's just I, I don't know if we needed it. I don't know if that added anything to the movie. Other than uh, her no. being by herself and her acting like she's the she's some tough shit by saying telling everybody to stop doing what they're doing and do this do it this way. Yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. Uh, there you have it, guys. Uh, for next week's review, I think we agreed to do the town. It is a uh, it's a heist movie basically uh, in Boston. It's got Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner. So if you're interested in watching that, go ahead and watch it. And like I said, the review will be up next week. Uh, I've seen it a few times, and I really do enjoy the movie. And I think Josh hasn't seen it before. So it'll be uh, it'll be nice to see what he says about it. 
Yeah, there you go, sir. Uh, yep. But that's going to be it for our review for The Last Duel. If you have seen it and you love it, let us know. Go to our Facebook page or leave us a comment on our on our Patreon, or you can email me at twogamepodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two for two. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to be it for us, and we will catch you all next time. Laters. Later, bitches.